good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Black Sons Furnace with me, Robert. Where's me, Pete? Man like Mo, full furnace, baby. Full we furnace. Females are gone, doing what females do. I don't know if that's the, if it's the hair or the makeup or whatever, but he ain't here. This is the man zone. Oh, bro. Don't, don't drop bars like do what females do. That's yeah, that's that's. I, I, I was talking with his chest because uh, no, like that's that. not there. Forgetting he got cancelled last week. You can't cancel me. Your own wife cancelled you, fam. You can't, you can't cancel me. I stay on TV all day, every day. Regular CCTV. <laughs> the revolution, the revolution will be televised. Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime, all the things. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but once again, thanks to the wives for coming along. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know my wife enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoyed it too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was good. It was good, man. So it was a longer episode, but it was good. I think it was worth it. It was worth it, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not a update from last week, because um, Gems did mention her uh, talk about Jesus being a feminist. Listen to it. And it is dope. It is a good, it is a good spot. Um, well-researched, well-presented talk, so... Guys, check it out. Yeah, I expect nothing less from my wife. Skidding, skidding. <laughs> yeah. Nothing less. Water bottles empty. Shame. Cool. Who's in the hot seat this week? Leave it to you. Me, you know. Oh, no, 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 it's Robert. It's Robert. Is it me? Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because before we went on break, it was Mo, and then when we came back, it was me. That's it's Robert. Oh. Okay. Yeah, boy. Hit me with it. So we need to. Well, I was thinking it'd be fun to have little uh, stings for the segments. So sorry, not sorry. Needs a sting, so you guys can think about what sort of jingle can go before sorry, not sorry. As we transition into sorry, not sorry. Okay. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry like that. What just happened? Or, 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 sorry, not sorry. Ooh. Yo, I'm copyrighting that one. <laughs> uh, anyway, cool. Um, can I go first? Yeah, go for it. So, Robert, what does holiness mean? Oh. And what place does it have in a Christian's walk? Uh, okay, I, will, I guess one way to describe holiness is the complete and absolute absence of sin. Okay. So that like God is holy because God is, yeah, so God is holy so no sin can exist in him. Mm. Yes, yes, I guess comparatively, yeah. Um, so God, yeah, ho- holiness is purity. Purity okay. to the most infinite degree. Okay. It's like having the most purest cocaine, hundred percent purity. With the breaking bad, expect, expect nothing less. But okay. And and what what um what place does that cocaine have in a Christian's life? Oh, his nose. Yep. Get you connected to the Most High. <laughs> <laughs> That bar, that bar is ridiculous. You know, that's not the first time I've used that drink today. So I was watching, I was watching something with Andrea, 
and they were talking about smoking weed. <laughs> and then she asked me, she asked me, would, um, would Jesus smoke weed? And I was like, well, he is the most high. <laughs> oh, gosh. He, he, he stormed so out the room. <laughs> I'm so content with his own joke. So content. Does cocaine make you high? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a cocaine high. It's, it, I don't think it's the same. I, I have no idea, but I don't think it's the same high as a, as a weed isn't, high. Isn't cocaine more... I, I don't know anything about this, so I'm talking out of my backside here. But isn't cocaine more a... Um, a stimulant. Yeah. And yeah, weed yeah. a... Uh, Depression. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Suppressant. Suppressant, yeah. Yeah. But would they both make you high? high. Oh, okay, no, fair enough. I guess high is just being under the influence of a given drug. Yeah. Yeah. Back, back to our regular programming. Um, yeah. What place is holding this play in a Christian's life? Yes, sir. Um, I think as Christians, we should be try where yeah, we we should we should be striving to try and live um, as sin free a life as possible. Um, mm. Be it through how we conduct ourselves, the circles we find ourselves in, not, not, not so much like staying away from non-believers and sinners, but making sure we don't assimilate with them. Okay. In the same way that Jesus was sinless, but he was still around the sinful, sinners. But, but they, he didn't allow them to drag him down. He dragged them up. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 try to be holy as God is. God is holy. How to do that? Good place to start is with, with, with the Bible. See, see, see how God defines holiness, and strive for that, and take it from there. I'll be my answer. Okay, okay, decent. It wasn't wrong. <laughs> uh, Mo, any, any, any contributions to that? What was the question again? What is holiness and what place does it have in a Christian's life? Um, so holiness, the, the fundamental understanding, I, I don't want to say definition, but the fundamental understanding is when something is holy, it means it's set apart, it's consecrated, it's, it's totally other. And so God being the most, God being holy means like we he, he is set apart he is totally other and with him being god it's like there is nothing that our minds can fathom or there's nothing that our minds can conjure up that can rightly reflect god's being um because he is totally other um the same way that if an alien was to come onto earth the alien would be wholly onto us from the perspective of the alien is different from us um the alien is, is set apart it's different um, but God's holiness is is more so than just His differences. It's His it's His entire being, His transcendence, His like consecration, His sinlessness. Like everything about God is totally different from us. Mm-hmm. Um, the sheer fact that um, God's being isn't isn't housed uh, outside of Jesus, it isn't housed within flesh and bones. Um, like that is totally alien to us we we don't know anything like that we don't know a being who doesn't have a beginning or an end we mm-hmm. don't know a being who is able to speak things into existence um and this this is god and so holiness fundamentally is is god's total otherness or separateness from us um mm-hmm. and so when it comes on when it comes to us being holy as he is holy it's almost 
we physically and like it isn't it's impossible for us to be like that um Pierce in the background giggling. I know, I know that he's reading something on his phone, but no, you know what no, 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 it's not. It's not what I was reading. I was looking at the Hebrew meaning for um, the word on my phone. It's when Robert took the bottle mm. for context, and because we're not streaming, you guys can't see this. It's <laughs> a black bottle. Yet. It's a it's a black bottle. It's like a five hundred mil, I presume. Seven fifty. Seven fifty mil bottle. Um, but I just saw the black end. <laughs> And then where? <laughs> Why? And then Robert was taking it towards his mouth for some reason. Um, and this is the the end, the, the the bottom of it, not the not the bit with the um with the cap. But you drink, yeah. So it was just like, why has Robert got a a sex toy on the podcast, and has he forgotten what's going on? <laughs> and Robert is a guy, kind of the guy that would do that. This is oh, the yeah. thing. This is why it was a legit thought in my head. If it was you, have a sex toy this big. <laughs> Hey, hey, I mean, it, it could be like a baton or something that you man are just hitting each other with or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, sorry, um, sorry, we were talking about holiness and I got completely uh, distracted. Got, <laughs> Pio, you're not um, holy, you're not holy. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, um, when it, when, it come, when it comes to being holy as he is holy, it, it's being set apart, it's being, it's being set apart onto him. Mm-hmm. which then makes us holy in terms of separation from what isn't of him, which mm-hmm. is what is in the world in terms of sin, fornication, uh, blasphemy, whatever, murder, like idolatry, all of them stuff, they're being holy unto God then separates us from those things. And so um, that's where some of the language about um, being in the world, not of it. Um, being set apart from it. Yeah. Being set apart, like your holy priesthood, um, even being living sacrifices, like all mm-hmm. of these lang- all of these terms kind of come from that language of being holy unto God, mm-hmm. um, being set apart. Um, so yeah, that's that's um, that would be my answer. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I I agree. So I I almost tend to think that the word holy has less to do with divinity and more to do with purpose. Um, as, as sort of you said, um, more it's being set apart for a specific purpose. So, mm. um, yeah, the the sort of definition I was reading, the Hebrew word Kodesh literally means set apart for a specific purpose. Mm. And with that definition in mind, you know, you've got a holy toothbrush because the toothbrush is set apart for just yeah. your mouth, ideally. Um, and so when it comes to... Wild. It's funny you should say that. <laughs> We'll get on to later on. When it comes to um, holiness, with that understanding of holiness in a Christian's life, I think it's less to do with, like, with sin and more to do with what is the Christian designed to be or what what is the purpose for a Christian, what's the purpose for a human being. And I think, given the Bible says we are his poema, we are his works of art um that that purpose is worship that purpose is dedication to Mm. god and worship of him um and in my mind i'm drawing some uh, a parallel between when god created adam and it the bible says he breathed his um he breathed his life into his nostrils the word can mean breath can mean wind can mean spirit but ultimately it has to do with exhalation breathing out through the nostrils and it's an important nostrils because 
then when Noah gives a sacrifice to God after um, after the uh, flood that God considers good, it's described as a sweet smelling smell that he inhales mm. and to me it's like oh okay it, it's it's a it looks like a metaphor for the life i've given you it's sort of my gift to you what you do with it should be worship mm. which is then a sweet smelling perfume onto me yeah. there's that sort of parallel there so yeah. that's what i think being holy is and I, I think the word suffers from this idea of sin being 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 uh being, being marred by sin and of course i think that's correct because yeah. that's the opposite of what we're made for um is is sin you know it's it's removal from god but i think the focus is actually as opposed to not sinning the focus should be on worshiping if, yeah. if that makes sense yeah, it makes sense it makes sense even yeah. psalm says everything that has breath should worship let everything mm. that has breath worship mm. um and um more so even psychology wise thinking about what you don't want to do only drives drives you more so towards it and so replace it with yeah Mm -hmm. when you're thinking about i don't want to sin that's where it leaves you but when you're thinking more so i want to i want to worship god i want to live a life that pleases him it then leaves you more so in that direction don't think of a pink elephant (laughs) this this is it or purple cow um think of a tesla ah Yeah. <laughs> and even with um sunship when mm. it when it got and i know i know that right now with the gender equality stuff people start to debate whether you should really use sunship or not um i'm still in the bible the, yeah i'm still for the term sunship oh, there's gonna be a woke translation isn't there bro do you know what township um, <laughs> there's a I think the the NIV have introduced a inclusive version, or they've reprinted it in an what inclusive that way. What does so that when mean? it when it says he, <laughs> when it calls people when it calls like man men or whatever, I think they change it to mankind or human. So then, what are they doing about like, the verse that says man is the image of God, woman is the image of man? I, I think they keep that one the same. Um, but where where it's like he, they do like he, she, or I don't know um but yeah i'm i'm still i'm still very much we don't know <laughs> just a just a super you know script. Like no, we don't know if this was their preferred pronoun because <laughs> <laughs> um, because sonship really conveys something of um of a posi- position and a title mm. is not just is yes that there's by virtue of that there's like a gender affiliation but it's more so than just the gender it's it's it shows something of a position mm. and and uh and almost the inheritance um because there, there's like birthrights that come with yeah. being the first son and mm. that's what's being referred to as opposed to the gender yeah um so yeah but in terms of sonship there's especially being adopted into god's kingdom you're in, in initially and like fundamentally adopted into a relationship with God mm-hmm. and that's where being consecrated onto him mm-hmm. but then with that adoption comes a comes a job where it's very much like Paul can say um um we've been saved onto the good works that he has um set, set us apart for something along those lines yeah. mm-hmm. but it's like we've been saved onto good works mm-hmm. and so even with that relationship 
even yes even with that relationship like we've been drafted into the the work of god mm. into his his um salvation work and so yes there's that relationship but then there's something to do which correlates with what you're saying as is the um, duty of a son yeah that makes yeah. complete sense yeah yeah well yeah no um, good um good answer i think um Robert. i'm happy i had a question i totally forgot it um oh, smash bro question in there okay um just for robert just just so robert feels better about his life uh oh, okay i had a question i remember the question that i had um but a smash bros question oh, no 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 go with the question you had okay no nah, do you know i was gonna i was gonna throw a wild one um well, give me both. I'm ready. You know. Okay. Okay. Mm, that, that, the second question was going to be along the lines, but yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> ready or willing? <laughs> if you don't I'm look ready, to ready. the sky and shake your head, you're the person who works with this. Um, so my first question is, um, what Bible verse has challenged you the most? Not from a perspective of being a husband or anything, but just just in general, what Bible verses challenge you the most? Uh, let me find it. Uh, I think it's in Romans. If you look lustfully at a woman, you're already committed adultery. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's uh, a no, 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 that one. <laughs> it was the one in Romans about um, God. I, I, I always butcher it. The one about um, God um, deciding like who who will be um, like the the pots that bring him glory and the mm. and who who will be the ones that will be the instruments that he will use for destruction. Um, yeah, yeah, that one. Let me find it so I'm not butchering it. But that 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 one is the one that I don't know. It kind of scares me. Isn't that which one are you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> you won't know until you die. <laughs> that's that's one problem. Well, I mean, there's 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 a lot of other um sort of checks and balances that are built into sort of my understanding of Calvinistic theology when it comes to that yeah. verse, because you'll yeah. see manifest, you see um what what do they call it? Uh perseverance of the saints. So yes, there's, yeah. There's yeah. yeah, there's the acronym tulip. Um, yeah, yeah, but I'll, I'll let you explain if I don't. I mean, into you that. say that. <laughs> no, this, this 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 is my problem. Is there is there there are all those things that um are supposed to help. So you, you will persevere. You will not be comfortable. You'll be changed within. So you would not want to do certain things. But at the end of the day, that verse <laughs> says some are made oh. for this, some are made for that. And if you go with some of the what I call totally authoritarian views of Calvinism of God, then it's like it's not up to you. Which to some extent is true, it's not up to us, but yeah. it also I think fails to present the 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 compassionate and, and God that is grieved by the perishing of his people um and doesn't want anyone to perish. Yeah. Um so it's like yeah. Yeah like like he he, he doesn't want anyone to perish but if people perish and it, it brings along his cause aka Judas 
aka Ananias and his wife. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> still, yeah, and still, there's they have urgency, they have agency over their actions, and yeah. so yeah, it brings about his cause. But you can see, no, you decided to do this, and when Ananias's wife came, you decided to do this. You probably walked past and taking your husband out, and you decided Fam. to do. <laughs> so it's like... there, 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 there's, there's, there have been times when my mom has given me money for the offering. I may have kept the pound for myself and only put the, the thing in. <laughs> and I should die for that. <laughs> Little pottery, that's what you're made for. <laughs> and so, Mo, you're going to give yeah. a more informed, I think. No, uh, yeah. What, 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 like, that scares me, the, the fact that you can, you can be living your life and you can be living your life now and thinking, okay, I'm a sinner, but I think I'm on the right path. Not knowing in 10 years' time you're going to be taken off the rails and they'll be talking about you in Second James 49, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> the one who was saying, Lord, Lord, he's now in hell. <laughs> hey, do you know what? Them, them passages there is uh, uh, techie. But I, I am... I am quite assured. Um, it's Romans 9, by the way. Romans 9, um, 22. <laughs> I'm quite assured in terms of um, standing with God. Um, and it, it does kind of follow the Calvinistic timeline. So Tulip, T-U-L-I-P, T is total, <laughs> T is total depravity. Um, there, there is nothing, there's nothing good in us. It's not that everyone sins to the highest degree but that everyone is sinful and because of that sin we we can't stand right before god like all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god um you unconditional atonement i believe um no unconditional grace um Unconditional, unconditional unresistible oh no that's irresistible yeah it was so that yeah irresistible grace unconditional um still limited atonement oh what's, what's the second one? Oh, i gotta look up look this up Rah. unconditional election that's it unconditional yeah. election limited um, limited atonement limited atonement <laughs> unconditional election um limited limited atonement yeah yeah so it's unconditional election um which is those that are pots for glory are pots for glory those that are pots for destruction destruction. there's no there's no conditions it's not based on us it's not based on what we can do what we have done what we can ever achieve some people believe that we reach out to god and god responds to us reaching out calvinist believes no we are dead in sin like how can dead people reach out to god you can't God reaches out to you and breathes new life into you and you stand up as opposed to there being something good in you that reaches out to God because there isn't, I don't believe that there is. The world is, the world despises God um, or is trying to use God for what, what they want. Um, And so for the miracle of salvation, like salvation is a miracle. Um, You really need to be given a new heart. God needs to take the heart of uh, stone and give you a heart of flesh. That is not a transaction that can happen. Um, out of man's will or accord um limited atonement christ died for the elect like the um, so there's there's the the possibility that everyone every human being can get saved 
but the application is for the elect. Um, and they use like, I think it's in Matthew 1. No, it's in Matthew 3, I believe, when the angel comes to Mary or Joseph and he says his name will be Jesus for he will save his people. Um, they use scriptures like that, whereas like God's, um, Jesus' salvation is a definite thing. Like God is not playing games. Like he's not, oh, I, I hope I get my people. No, like that you're elected. It is going to happen. Um, and then limited atonement, irresistible grace. If, if you are God's elect, you ain't got no choice. You're going to get saved. <laughs> essentially irresistible grace you can't resist his grace um but it's not it's not like a jackhammer over your head but more so um a gentle stream that continually nudges you towards god um until the day when you finally embrace him he's given you new life you finally embrace him and you're in this loving um relationship and in perseverance of the saints is that once saved always saved you the holy spirit's nudges and promptings you may try to quench it you may try to run away from it but it's constantly going to be there um you may quench it for a season but then you're he's going to like wake you waking you up to it again um and kind of bring you back to him and some of the arguments around some of the um thought process around that is jesus said to know me is to have eternal life and if you have eternal life if it ever stops that means you never had eternal life because eternal life never stops um it's it's eternal um and yeah i think i i vibed with it a lot um because for me it it grounds my salvation in god's hands and it puts me in a position where I can fully rest and God to be like, yo, like literally my salvation is in your hands. It's not to do with me. I can fall short, like I do fall short and all of them things there, but my salvation is squarely in your hands um, and I can rest in that. Yeah. Um, so in terms of the Romans 9 scripture, I almost see it as the elect versus the non-elect. And with elect as well, yeah without getting too into it there is a there is there is some people who under who present something called double election where some people god has predestined to go to heaven and other people god has predestined to go to hell where it's like you're coming to me you're gonna go fry you're coming to me and like they they present that view i don't believe in that That's um fam it's, it's nuts I don't believe in that um I believe that so what the way that I the way that it's been explained and I vibe with is more so that the whole world all of humanity is on a downward spiral we're all, all on like this this um playground slide to hell and God is reaching in and grabbing people so rather than saying you're going to hell you're going to heaven it's like everyone is going to hell by virtue of our own decisions, our own choices, our own going away from God. And God is reaching in and grabbing the elect. Um, you could argue by not grabbing everyone, then he's, but it's like, yo, you're choosing to go to hell. Like you're fully choosing. So he's leaving you to your decisions, but he's reaching in and grabbing the elect, um, which isn't double predestination. Yeah, um, I don't quite know how you might feel about it, but yeah. It's scary. I can't lie. It's it's mad. It's wild. Um, my, my, I think my 
So I, I don't vibe completely with Calvinism. I think um, we may have had this conversation on the podcast before. Uh, I think they get a lot true. And I, I think I put it like this. I don't, the two extremes end up being Calvinism and Arminianism. Arminian, yeah, I can never well. say. Yeah. Um, but I think the, the truth lies somewhere in the middle and it's yeah. not as totalitarian as Calvinists tend to put it and it's yeah. not as lackadaisical yeah. and laissez-faire as Arminians t- tend to put it but somewhere in the middle there's a miracle that is salvation and for me the, the assurance comes from the fact that the, the, the covenant wasn't placed with me the, the covenant was made with between God and Christ mm. um, not not me so it's not like um i have to i i have a part to play in that um in that role there's the total um punishment for my sin has been paid for i just need to labor to enter the rest that has now been provided um to quote um i can't remember the verse um but you know it says labor to enter the rest it's not labor to be holy it's labor to enter the rest labor to yeah. enter what's been given and that's where working out your salvation in when Hebrews, comes in. When they were yeah about Melchizedek. yeah um and that's where working out your salvation with fear and trembling comes in it's yeah. not that you are now working to be saved it's that you're working to realize you are saved yeah. almost um and and so it's that's why there's security there for me i think mm. what ends up happening is um well your meaning is you're already sort of really chill and relax and that can have its own thing but the extreme of Calvinist becomes highly intellectual and I think loses the personal it becomes the older son in the prodigal son's uh, story where it's like yeah "Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing this I'm doing this this. I've read all the books and I've done all this and it's like again that also lacks the real the, the the real relationship I think God wants with us so yeah and yeah. do you know like in in agreement with you um I and some Calvinists if if you're listening to it and you and you disagree like send an email or shoot mm. jump on to uh, jump on Instagram DM or whatever let's let's drop it up but I feel like some Calvinists actually idolize the attributes of God they've they've created an idol of the <laughs> attributes of God uh, what's it is it flame that did no not flame it was did song, did the... we made an idol about not making idols <laughs> yeah yeah so I, f- I feel like they've they've made an yeah. idol of the attributes of god spe- more specifically the sovereignty of god yeah yeah and they um like i i really vibes with how seriously they take sin because mm. i feel like in the rest of the camp we're they, we can be very laxed about yeah yeah um but they take it very seriously and and they they really emphasize just like they the effects of sin so there's there's one track by a beautiful eulogy um the weight of sin beautiful track um but yeah it's yeah it's it's beautiful and and, and it conveys something of the weight of sin um which i think the the wider cams kind of play down um, whilst playing up God's love, um, but there needs to be somewhat of a balance. But yeah, I think they they um, idolize the sovereignty of God, and also they try to defend God. And I'm like, you can't defend God. Yeah. Like He is too big for you to defend. He doesn't need you to defend. Him. He, he doesn't. He doesn't need. He doesn't need you to defend him. Um, so yeah. Um, we've we've yeah. taken over <laughs> Robert's yeah. side. Up, sorry. Okay, okay. Um, 
yeah, so that's the verse. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I guess there's a, yeah, for me, it's, yeah, fit, um, verses like that just give me a sense of peace and calm in the sense that it's literally not in my hands. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so let me just do what I know God has called me to do and let the chips fall where they fall. Mm. Yeah. I think I'm going to write a poem about that sometime. <laughs> hey, we need to get writing again. Hey, Robert, you need to organise some competitions again. Drop me out. Mm. That was good last time. Yeah, that'll be Drop fun. me out. I, I don't think I, I don't think I'll be I'll be I'll be writing. You know. Mm. I think I think my pen my pen's been suspended for a minute. And you go yeah. back to my songs of Robert series. Now that oh, you're married, yeah. you can actually yeah. talk with authority. Mad man can go ham. Oh, I have been. <laughs> shout out, shout out to, shout out to Angela. Angela got married of a yeah, Christmas yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked, she looked amazing. Now she looked beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But then her yeah. Instagram, all of a sudden, why is she quoting songs to Solomon? Bro, like, bro, oh, 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 for real. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, I, I was going to, I was going to comment on the one of them, but I was like, nah, let, let me let her enjoy. Let me let her enjoy this time. Yeah, I was like, oh, so you get married now, you're quoting Sons of Solomon, yeah? It's just like, she can't help it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. um, we, we ain't got time for another question, do we? Let's, should we just jump in? Yeah, let's we, jump in. We've done okay, let's jump in. already, yeah. Yeah, let's jump yeah. in. Cool. All right. So, um, I've officially been married for about a month and some change now. Right. Getting into, get, getting used to married life. Mm. And I think I may have just experienced my first violation. <laughs> Is it to do with a sex or a sex toy? No, no. <laughs> I had to do with toothbrushes, actually. <laughs> she used your toothbrush. Hold on. So we both have, like, electronic toothbrushes. Yeah. And for a while, she just wasn't charging her one. So she would take off the head of my one and put her one on to, to use. <laughs> and so and so I charged, I charged her one. I charged her one to you. It's charged. She's our things. So I go brush my teeth, brush my teeth again. And she's like, yo, babe, did you use your electric toothbrush? I said, yeah. She said, you know, I still got my head on it. <laughs> I said, huh? <laughs> what do you mean? Because, because like I'm when it comes to attention to detail with those kind of things, I'm very oblivious. But they, but if, if you look at their heads, they are slightly different. Have you got I, the same I, color toothbrush? Like the body no, no, is it no. the same color? No, well, well, like it's it's the same body. It's one body, but you can change no, the head. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, for <laughs> your electric toothbrush and her electric toothbrush, are the bodies the same? Hers is pink, mine's yes. Same, 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 same right, body. Right. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. But, but, but she had her head on yours, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And she was so happy to say, Oh babe, you've used my toothbrush. Now, now we're at, now it's like we're officially married now. We use each other's toothbrush. The way I wanted to clean my mouth out with bleach and be like, I just felt like violated. I feel like Ugh. yo, okay, all right. So make, make your point, make your point, because I'm gonna make I'm gonna say something which random. is crazy because like my mouth and my tongue have been. This is what I was going to say. Um, fam. But I feel like there's a difference when, when it comes to the toothbrush, dude. I feel like... Oh. It's, no, it's, no, it's like, different. no, 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 no. Like, specifically how? Because... Because, you, because you're using it to brush, 
the dirt off your teeth and all the teeth and the germ stuff is in the toothbrush. But bro, your tongue has slid on the dirt of through her teeth. I don't be licking her teeth without kissing. Bro, <laughs> if if your if your tongue's gone in, yeah, you yeah. Well, I don't so, even so, want to so, speak too wild because. I might, I might, I might uh, expose myself, but hey, is that how you're living? Yeah, <laughs> I know about you guys, but for, for for me, there there are certain bodily fluids and bodily stuff that I just don't vibe with. No, so here's the thing. Here's what I'm saying. Even if you're to just kiss, and I don't know what you do with your tongue, um, if you're doing with what your tongue, what you're supposed exactly. to be doing with your tongue, exactly. The fluids that have changed there, there's no it's difference swapped, between. Yeah. What's changed on the toothbrush and what's changed with direct action? To me, it's different. different. I think I think it ends up being more um, familiarity and and um, and uh, force of habit. Like you're used to your toothbrush being just. Now, I'm not advocating for now married couples are not using separate toothbrushes. I'm not advocating for that at all. What I am saying is, if you really think about it. There, there's nothing that a kiss will exchange that a toothbrush doesn't exchange. Like yeah. it's it's essentially the same thing. Like, it's more except so, for tartar and plaque. <laughs> is your mouth not but, in her mouth? Like but, yeah, but the, yeah, but but but, but, but my tongue being in there but, won't but, but, release but, the, but, the tartar but, and plaque onto my tongue. But hold on, yeah. Do you rinse the head before you use it? Yeah. And then do you rinse it it's after? It's not enough. No, no, well, depends on how you rinse it. Like I'm rubbing my thumb through the thing. Are you rinsing yeah, like, enough? To, are you rinsing enough to use your dad's toothbrush? I mean, I'm not trying to change <laughs> fluids in my dad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that. I'm not trying to exchange fluids in my dad. Yeah, that's that's mad. But with gems, it's like we we've been in the same position where accidentally we've used each other's toothbrushes. Or um, there was a time when I think gems went away. And she grabbed my toothbrush by accident. So I literally had to go a couple of days using her toothbrush. Wow. I, gone by you a didn't toothbrush. I didn't have to. I didn't. I get what I'm saying. I get what. No, no. So do you know what? It's unintentionally, I'm just like, cool, whatever. But in terms of, um, yeah, intentionally, techie. No, so yeah, I've, I've never intentionally done it, but the same situation, Robert, like literally the same situation. Man didn't How's charge hers. I, I was making yeah, no, no, no. For, for it immediately, it was like, ah. Where's the mouthwash? But then I thought about it, and actually, like, if you're thinking practically, there's no, there's no, if you know my tongue would have been in places that the toothbrush has even never been. So, you know. Nah, it's different. It's different. It's different. It's like, you know, it's different. It's just you. Yeah. It's different. Anyway, so. I say that all to say, somebody you fluids, I don't vibes with. Don't bring it near me. Unless it's at specific times, do a specific activity, then we can vibe with the thing. But when it comes to brushing the teeth, let my spit be my spit, your spit be your spit. Amen? On your own, damn it. Yeah. Speaking of spit. <laughs> is this is a Todd White thing or whatever? Mike Todd. Mike Todd. <laughs> Mike Todd, that's it. That's the best segue. I didn't hear the video. Gems I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, no, neither am I. <laughs> so I for those, those who don't know, there's this pastor online called Mike Todd. 
Um, he runs a church called, I think it's called Transformation mm. Church. And like he blew up because he did this like singles um, series on YouTube. It was kind of pretty good. Anyway, this week he was doing a, a illustration. Um, the title of his sermon was, let me find it. Title of, of his sermon was uh, Receiving a Vision from God Might Get Nasty. <laughs> and so he called up his brother and he was doing the whole analogy of Jesus spitting in mud, wiping it around and using it to <laughs> rub it on the guy's eyes so, he, so, so that he can see. Now, what he did was he spat in his hands, like, you know, a big oaf, let me spit. Oh. oh. He rubbed oh. it a couple of times. Oh. <laughs> and then he wiped it over his brother's eyes. <laughs> oh. His brother weren't privy that to that about to happen, was he? He knew. He knew that was going to happen. Oh. <laughs> and then- and then I was listening to to, to Kevin on stage talking about it. I was talking about how this the spit was coming down, touching his lip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. So, I'll just explain what happened in the in the clip. Yeah, I I haven't watched it. I don't intend to watch it, but I did hear about. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Show me the clip. Yeah, oh. I, watch it. I, I I refuse to watch that. Yeah. Like he wiped this bit on his brother's eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. oh, he's watching it on me as well. No sound. Oh, bro, the spit was had was full bodied. Like, no, no, yeah. So was was <laughs> enjoying that. So anyway. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. He spat again. He spat <laughs> twice. And before he spat the second time, he coughed. Which brought up... Oh. We're having a live reaction on Moses watching the video for the first no. time. No. such a live reaction. <laughs> Bro. And he's holding the team. And he's holding his brother's shoulder. What is... Bro. Look at his hand. Look, look at what's in his hand. <laughs> his brother's standing there like a G. His brother's standing there like a G. Nah, I'm about to get violated. What does it say? Receiving vision from God yep. might get nasty. No, you got nasty. Yeah. So anyway, he he did it. It blew up. Backlash and backlash. Um, one person said, "Can't believe that." The one thing that is unifying all of Christendom. <laughs> oh, he's rubbing the thing like it's cocoa butter. What are you doing? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm punching you. What? 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 No, 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 no. Yeah, fam. The spit touches lip. The spit touches lip. Fam, the spit touches lip. No, as if it's any see... worse than it being on your I face. No, 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 bro, bro, bro. I can see the thing on his cheek, fam. No. And he's just standing there, you know. Sick, man. It's making me sick thinking about it. <laughs> no. Bro, just slap him. Just slap him. Just slap him. What? 
Yeah. I, I, that's, I don't think the brother was surprised. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, oh. Yeah. Or Yeah. My goodness. Anyway, so he did that. Backlash came. He he he, he offered his I feel nauseous. apology. He said, I just want to acknowledge what happened yesterday when the spit hit the fan. <laughs> Try to be funny with it. <laughs> he said, I watched the back and it was disgusting. We want people to see Jesus. We want people to feel loved. We want people who are desperate to be able to find hope. And I am passionate. So much so that I try to do extreme things to help people get it. And yesterday, it crossed the line. So he gave us a little apology. Made two to do more jokes. <laughs> and then I was just sitting there. Watching this. Look at everyone getting, getting going crazy. And, and like, you know it's bad when... People at the like the Breakfast Club will, will like pick it up and, and like be, be reported on it. And then I was just there thinking, sitting. It's understanding that Bible is so hard that these are the kind of analogies and illustrations that we need. I mean, I, so I don't know the point he was trying to make. I, I, like I said, I haven't watched the video. However, what I do take from it is how wild it must have been when Jesus spit into mud and put it in someone's eyes, except, I mean, there, there was something to back it up because the man was like, oh, I can see. <laughs> and it's like, okay, <laughs> okay. He did it. It was wild, but then he did something. It was a miracle. And yet it's like, yeah, I, I don't know the point he was trying yeah, to make. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so like, like, like you said, um, Kevin on stage said, was talking about it. And he said that at least with one that Jesus did not <laughs> There was actually a good return on investment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's that's all I can take from it is now I've got an illustration of how wild some of these things is. It's like the passion no, but, of the Christ. But but, but, but but the thing is, yeah, but the thing is, yeah, with Jesus's thing, there, there's a, there was a medium. There, there was something in between the spit. Yeah, the, but it, it was, was still, like, it, yeah, it but, made mud. So it's yeah, like, but that the, thing the, was, was, it was now dirt. I don't know if that makes those, it better. Those, the, no, 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 but bro. Like, fam, they, no, fam. What I just saw, yeah. I would rather have dirt and spit than man just slap my face with phlegm. <laughs> no, I'm not on it. <laughs> not on it. What? Yeah. Are you mean? What? what? What was the point he was trying to illustrate? That sometimes, I, watched it, I watched it on mute. Um, <sighs> sometimes the vision for God can get disgusting. Sometimes, something like that. What's what's it called? Yeah. Receiving a vision from God might get nasty. That was that was the subject of his sermon. How does that illustrate it? I guess you have to watch it. No. <laughs> I think oh. I think I think the thing is when you get known, because he's known for these sort of over-the-top illustrations. He did yeah. the um the rain in the in the room or something like that. Like he's he's known for it. And so I think sometimes when you I think it, what it becomes a symptom of is you almost start believing your own hype and it's like you, you're, you're feeding your ego so much it starts to you you have to you know you have to do something bigger you have to do something better because that's what you're being known for mm. and it's like yeah. my uh, question is like mm. like we'll, we'll see stuff like this we'll see stuff like people actually bringing a donkey into the church on Easter Sunday to, to do the thing you see Jesus paragliding through the paragliding through the church on a zip line. All illustrations. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like 
is the Bible not good enough that we need illustrations like this to bring it? No, so so life? no, 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 I don't think so. However, a good illustration goes a long way. Yeah. And and you know that from any lesson that you've learned where the person's done or given an illustration that really resonated, the, the, the difference is a good a good illustration doesn't need to be extreme. Yeah. And where it and becomes extreme, I think it's more because you're feeding your own ego mm. than you are doing. Like it's more an ego thing to come paragliding in on, on a zip wire than it is an illustration of the word. It's more an yeah. ego thing to put spit on your brother's face than it is. And it doesn't even relate. Like, I don't see how, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, you know, I, I can, I can kind of vibes. With, I can kind of vibes with what he was trying. I don't, I don't get the message. I didn't understand. I don't, but it's like, um, because I, I, even Jesus used illustrations, um, even like parables, parables is more speech, but in terms of like um, washing the disciples feet, as an illustration to serving others and those who are meant to be the least is actually meant the greatest is meant to serve all the rest and stuff so jesus actually used illustrations and there's there's something about um illustrations that can actually allow things to hit home harder than just just using speech Ooh, that the way the spit hit his face yeah. fam the spit the spit slapped his face boy it was just dripping off the side of his lip so he wiped his own brother's spit but it's mad um but but the thing is, is like I can kind of see. So if the illustration roughly correlates with what you are trying to say, because it's like if if the the title is um the vi- like God, God's vision, what was it again? God's vision sometimes receiving a vision might get nasty. Receiving receiving God's vision sometimes might get nasty. If you sit down and it's like, what like how can I conceptualize this? vision your eyes and something nasty as 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 a means of getting it it's like i'm not trying to say that i understand how we got there but i see a correlation because it is nasty and it's is is directly to do with your eyes now argue that did did it make his point i don't know i'll just argue that he decided that that is what that's the topic that he came up with and then he had to find the analogy to match (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'll, I'll say I'll say yes in terms of this is the sermon this this was the point of the sermon um and now I want an analogy to kind of to correlate with this um now again it we then need to argue, um answer which we can't whether this topic came from God or came from him whether it was something that God laid on his heart the topic not the analogy the topic <laughs> whether that was something that God laid on his heart if it was cool he stayed faithful to that he may have deviated of the illustration but again it's just like i can see because vision is your eyes it getting nasty is you getting slapped with phlegm i can see that but did it make his point i don't know because i haven't watched it and i haven't listened to it either so it's like i can i can i can see how he can get there because for the most part, most of the sermons that I have seen, there have been some sort of conceptualization or something going along with it. So, so here, here's the thing, though. I think sometimes like I can, not not I can, but you can, um, you can fail to deliver a message because you try to overcomplicate it. And mm-hmm. it's sort of the sim- It's sort of the same thing. Is if the illustration isn't getting the message across, if the illustration isn't um, 
it isn't isn't emphasized and then it's a failed illustration in the same way you know uh, mo you might remember this guy um do you did you ever watch taxi driver in ghana yes uh yes. papa ni papa fuel yes and he will say he will say one thing with like 20 words from you know the the back of the dictionary for no reason um and and it's like at some point you're actually you're not presenting yourself as intelligent you're actually distracting from what yeah. needs to be done and what needs yeah. to be said and i think the job of a teacher regardless of whatever the job of a teacher is to communicate a message now if any part of that whether you're overcomplicating it whether you are using ridiculous illustrations if anything comes between the message and the the hearers of the message, you failed. Yes. So I, I I get what you mean, but at the end of the day, I think this was more him feeding his ego and feeding his perception of oh I'm the guy that does the the wild illustrations than anything. And I think that's why he apologized. For it I don't, I don't know if I don't know if it and so and I feel like we've swapped positions because mm. you're the one who's normally like touching my anointed. Yeah. Um, I don't but, say all that, but yeah. Fam, you do. You do say touch not my... Like, that's that's your whole vibe for not going... Cancelling pastors and going at them. It's touch, touch not my anointed. But mm. um, I, I see this as a learning curve. Yeah, man. Yeah, probably. Because as, as, as a preacher... It doesn't mean that you're infallible. It doesn't mean well, you don't unless, make mistakes. So, so there's, also, there's also the sort of conspiracy thing where... He may very well have known exactly what this would do, yeah, and it's H- getting more pitching eyes. Them, pitching them with like the t-shirts and all the racism allegations. Yeah, you know? it's all the eyes. At, at this point, you know, it's what's going to get eyes on your content, and this will get eyes on your content. But again, so there's, again, there's that thing of maybe he he knew exactly what he was doing. Again, I'm I'm looking at I'm so I don't know him personally, but mm. from his character and the sermons that I have listened to and stuff like that, and the interviews that I've kind of seen of him, I, I believe he's genuine. Mm. I believe he's genuine. I don't quite question his heart from the perspective of trying to get more. It, it very well could be the case, but I, I don't quite see it that way. And I also see it as, bro, if you've got your own brother to agree to you Fleming on his face, mm. that means that it wasn't just something that you came up with last minute. But even if it was last minute, there were still people that you communicated this with who, yeah. by, by virtue of him coming up, he's agreed that this is like, this is going to happen. Man, they will agree to anything though. Yes. But For the right price. For the right price. Jesse, so, Jesse Smollett got people to, <laughs> to beat him up for the right price. And what, to it. So I think I think what so what what more so I'm pointing towards is that there there seemed to have if it was if it was done for the wrong reasons, there was still a general uh, general consensus by the people who were involved. Mm. So it wasn't even though he may have uh, like spearheaded it, there was a gen there was a general consensus by all those involved. If it was if it was a genuine thing that wasn't intended to be malicious, again, there was a general consensus that mm. this this should go forward. And so, yes, like he's the person who who did it, flamed on his face, rubbed it in like cocoa butter, then bro, he wiped it like that, like and then he just slapped it on the guy's face. I'm like, what are you doing? Or well, maybe there's a or maybe there's <coughs> a, a church leadership problem where um there's yes men, unfortunately. Yes men. Yeah. And so because, because you'd but, be surprised, but, some people have some people have agreed to eat grass and done that and gone out and eaten grass, and you've had a, had a whole congregation 
going out and eating grass. And that, and that was that was a cult. Sorry? That was a cult. Well, no, it was well, it was a church. <laughs> it was a cult. <laughs> it was a cult. And and so the, and and so so what 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 more so I am saying is um I see the benefits of kinesthetic learning um from the perspective of there being some sort of actionable stuff or oh, some, no, some visual, That's, visual yeah. to, to do. Yeah. Um and so that that more so speaks to the illustration stuff that Robert was saying initially. Now there there, there has to be wisdom applied to what illustrations we use, how we use them and stuff like that. I do recognize that. Like he's he's had a long run for years, give or take, and he's this this has been the first blip that I have I have heard of. Um, it's, I mean, it's, I, a, it's a significant blip. Yeah, but I, I'm so, still like almost like yeah, grace in terms of like yo. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to say he's a bad preacher. Or he preaches something wrong at all. I don't I haven't listened to any of his sermons, but I know Anita does, um, and Anita likes him, so you know I can trust her judgment there. Um, it's just. I think there's a, even Paul, Paul would say, you know, we brought the message with simple, understandable language, not with, you know, trying to seem overly educated or overly qualified. And I think it, there can be a problem where we over, we overcomplicate things and we overdo things. And I think it's an ego issue. I think it's us wanting to, you know, like in the sound of our own voice sort of thing. Um, and I may I may be guilty of that myself sometimes, um, and I think that's why I, I that's why I'm coming down a bit harder I think than than I usually would because I don't I don't think he's bad I just think I think this was him feeding into his ego. I don't think real. I'd go as far as to say it was an ego thing. I think I, I might say it is a trying to keep up with the whole online YouTube. That's what thing. I mean. That's what I mean by ego because that's that's where. You're, you're known for these things you're known for those things and say like, okay you need to sort of keep it up and i think that's the route you go down to get to a place like this sort of thing <laughs> cool okay um i just what? i'm chewing cashews and i'm muting myself at the wrong time but um well can you not hear me chewing oh. yeah well i'm using headphones so. okay so one of my boys um, went to go preach. Now I'm not, I'm not gonna bait him out. Mm. I'm not gonna say anything. But he wanted to drop an analogy, and he wanted to do it like visually. He was talking about. I'm not even gonna say what I was talking about. I know that he ain't gonna he ain't gonna listen to this. But he he's, he spoke about a particular thing that Jesus did. And then he tried to get the crowd to reenact it, which he did. The crowd reenacted it. What's the thing? I'm not going to say it. And then he just said to the crowd, all right, now you can sit down. And I'm watching this thing and I'm like, but what was the point of that? Mm. You got this crowd to get up, get out of their seats and reenact this whole thing. And then you just kept continued on. You made no point of this. You <laughs> you you drew nothing from this. You just carried on. You just tried to create something of how it was. I'm just like, bro, why? Why did you do this? But and so again, this it comes down to like the context, the purpose, the reasoning behind it. Um, and so in terms of my boy, 
that was one of his first times doing this thing on the platform that he did it within. And I recognized that there could be nerves, there could be whatever, hopefully with time it could be refined. Um, this guy's side, is it Todd, uh, Michael Todd? What was his name? Mike Todd, Mike Todd. Mike Todd. His thing, he's been doing it for years. Um, as I said, most of the stuff that I've seen, there's been some sort of analogy with it. And for the most part, the analogy has hit home. For the most part, the, the illustrations have hit home. He may be, he may be, as you guys are saying, it may be an ego thing with him trying to outdo himself. It may be on a David, is it David Blaine, the magician who keeps trying to outdo himself and then he tried to go into a water chamber for like 78 hours without breathing. Mm. First time he almost died. Um, and then he went to go train in the mountains or something and came back and did it again. Yeah. Um, it may be something like that. It may be a case of just trying to outdo himself and try to do these things. Um, or it, it could just be him genuinely trying to stay, quote unquote, fresh. But yeah, you're going to say something about uh, well, I think when, when you need time to round up. So I was going to say, just as a fun little quick exercise, um, if you were given the summer title, um, Receiving God's Vision Can Get Nasty, what, what illustration will you use? Like a physical illustration? Yeah. Um, may, maybe so, like, just off the top of my head, Maybe get like a, a a bucket of manure, and it's like oh, at the bottom of oh, bro, bro, oh no, no, how we get from Listen to this, yeah. Pete, Robert just asked if if we had to give an illustration based off of the same sermon topic, what would we do? And then Peter goes <laughs> off the top of my head, I'll bring a bucket of manure. I'm like, how is that any better? <laughs> Obviously, Sorry. obviously, no, obviously, I'm working off the okay. is it recency bias or something? I've heard something extreme, so my mind's got extreme. But, but so, so what I'm thinking of is you put like I don't know, you put a rack at the bottom. That's um, that's probably a uh, um, prosperity gospel levels. But you put like a, a thousand pounds at the bottom of the barrel, hey. and it's like you need to put your hand in it and go and grab the thousand pounds, you know. And it's like, will it, will, will this manure be fresh? Well, no, it might it might actually even just be like um, okay, chocolate pudding. Yeah, you know, or something, and then I'll, I'll, and then the chocolate pudding can be the extra, you know, even though it looks bad, actually it tastes great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, where's what you got? Um, I I think I, I think it would have to be something that was disturbing. Um. Yeah, I think it would have had to be something that would disturb me. So potentially do like a haunted house type situation. Um, yeah. Or even just show them the passion of the Christ, like make it 18 and over, show them what Christ had to go through because that was God's vision. God's vision was unfortunately his son ooh, bearing ooh, our do sin. Know what? Do you know what? I think I, think I might do like um, beer goggles. I think I might do similar. I might beer do goggles. Be- Beer goggles are like goggles where it, it's distorted, that the lenses are distorted and it's meant to mimic um, how your vision turns when you're drunk. When you're drunk, okay. So I might do beer goggles, but then do like an obstacle course to where 
to like an endpoint where there's like a piece of paper with some, something written on it. And so you need to go through the obstacle course. But the obstacle course may just be like, you have to step through mud and then you step through something else and there's like mud and then there's like cornflakes and then there's flour or whatever. So by the time you get there, like your clothes are nasty and then you have to try to decipher this message with the beer goggles. So maybe something like that, beer goggles on, it may be something like that. <laughs> So it's like you, you, like all of you gets nasty, like your whole body gets nasty. I, th- right. I think for me, I might get like a sort of like VR head, uh, like a like a VR headset, mm. and so and like when you're looking forward, you see something that looks like really nice, really. Might might get a babe that's looking really nice, really beautiful, really nice. Take you're gonna cause man them to lust. Yeah, huh? yeah. You're gonna cause man them to lust. Okay, there can be a nice guy there as well. You <laughs> can even out. Inclusive lasting. Yeah, let's go. Then the equality and that. Equality. Feminism. <laughs> Yo. Man really said feminism. But anyway, so we, we have like our two models there looking nice and just looking happy and everything's good. You take off the you take off the the, the headset. And you see them like looking like really ugly and and like painful and just like all bruised up, and so like and so the, the analogy I'll, I'll be looking at is when you see when you get God's vision, you realize how ugly and perverse the world really is, and that's how it, it, it got nasty because you like you've seen the world for what it really is when you've got the real vision. It's, mm. it's, it's like the rose tinted glasses got taken off and I see things for what they really are and it, so basically you're saying um what you see so I think um almost like a matrix thing no so, so it's, it's almost okay so two things and this this isn't that deep but um in terms of um the VR for those like I vibes I vibes with the manure thing is hella mad, but I vibes with it because it's the the reaction is gonna be as visceral for those watching it as it is for the person going through it. Mm. If that makes sense. And so even with the with the spit, the reaction again was visceral for those watching it, just as much as his brother who got slapped with it. Mm-hmm. But with the VR, most of the emotional thing is going to be channeled through is solely going to be focused on the person who's going through it who's yeah. wearing the vr but then the congregation are just like oh yeah man it's just got a vr thing because they get the point they'll get the point no no so no so, so like everyone in the congregation will have a vr headset oh know. you you go to like a rich, rich you church. go to thing. Mm. yeah yeah bankrolls what do you do do right do big Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, that was fun. Shout out to Mike Todd. Spit game strong. Lol. <laughs> Man says spit game strong. Oh. Anyway, hookups. We need this thing for hookups as well. Robert, what you got? Hookups. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I <Yeah>. am concerned. <laughs> 
We should just do it such that every week everyone's got someone's got to freestyle the stings. Anyway, ooh, hookups. Ooh. (laughs) Should I go first? Before Jay buses into the room, what are you doing? He's not here. Hey, look at that. Um, You can go first, Is it? Is it? Um, is it? Uh, why did I get married too? Where I think the. Yeah, so the, it, one of the characters thought that her husband was cheating on her. Comes into the house, hears something going on in the bedroom, literally <laughs> opens the door and starts popping off shots into the headboard. <laughs> Turns out it was a gardener and then the housekeeper. <laughs> I remember that scene. Anyway, I remember that scene. Um, wow. Speaking of movies, my hookup is a movie uh, Mother Android. So it's a new one released on Netflix. With, I heard uh, about that. I Chloe Grace Morantz, Morantz, the girl that did a uh, hit girl from Kick-Ass. Um, and, yo, it's a sad movie, man. It's a sad movie. But it's really good. It's, it's a very emotional movie, um, but it's really good. And I don't, there's no lesson per se, I don't think. Well, there's some lessons. But, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a dope, it's a dope movie. Check it out. Mother Android or Mother Over Android, you know. Speaking of movies, are you guys gonna watch Scream? New Scream movie. What Scream Five? I don't know which screen, what number it is now. Scream 2022. No. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm watch a, not a big fan of the Scream movies. I feel like I want to watch it. Do you watch Paranormal yeah. Activity? Yeah. That first one was scary, bro. bro. After I finished watching, because I watched it at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> After I was, I was just out of my cover saying the Lord's Prayer over and over until I finished. Bro, do you know what? Yeah, we used to make Sarah watch them movies. Me and John at night would make Sarah watch them with us. Bro, yeah. Do you know what? I watched Paranormal, the first Paranormal Activity, and then I watched Fourth Kind right afterwards. Uh, Is it Strange Encounters? No, so yeah, 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 Fourth Kind. Strange Encounters. I didn't sleep for a week. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, to this day to this day like i've got the monitor here looking at zara anytime i look at it i, I do think of paranormal activity my thing with those films yeah is whenever i watch horror films you see like when kids are playing it or whatever they've always got homie that safe yeah. space that they can't get touched yeah you're like in every horror film the bed is always the safe space that these people cannot touch you in Fam, paranormal act- them man getting dragged out of their bed. I'm not on it. I'm not on it. I was not on it. Um, yeah, my hookup last week. Oh, were you gonna drop your hookup? Uh, you go for it, go for it, go for it. My hookup last week, human resources. If anyone's actually checked it, um, good for you. I have stopped listening to that podcast. Um <laughs> I felt I felt I, I feel a responsibility to, to it mean like the content is good. But fam, there's an advert every five to six minutes. Oh. And they're like, if you want, if you want it without adverts, then subscribe to the to the thing. I'm like, mm. what? You want me to pay $3.99? Nah, I'm not on it. Take your podcast back. Um <laughs> <laughs> there's a few podcasts like that. Like there's a whole I'm, network, Luminaire, yeah. Luminaire or something. Yeah, they're, they're really monetizing this thing from, from a subscription perspective. But and and the, the thing that jars me even more is the adverts. There's no indication that there's an advert coming. 
she will be talking and to, to hear cut. somebody else's voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, nah, this is irritating. I can't do it. Because I'm following your train of thought. And then this thing just comes and discombobulates everything. So yeah, I'm not on it. So it just irritated me to the point where I stopped it. Like I really vibes with it, but I'm like, just because of this, I can't really listen to it. So yeah, if you're thinking about checking it out, just know that um, there's a whole load of adverts and it's built into it. Um, so you just bear that in mind as you're uh, listening to it. But this week, my hookup is, um, I've hooked it up already. I'm gonna hook it up again, um, simply because I want to watch it again. Arcane, yeah. Mm. I actually want to watch Arcane again, so I'm gonna hook it up again. Arcane, let's watch that. We enjoy that. Just mm, Arcane, yeah. So that's my hookup. Oh, my hookup is an Instagram page. I'm a simple man with simple pleasures, and I have been. Been enjoying this page very much in the two days that I found it. Uh, it's a guy called Leop Art Nick. That's L E O P A R T N I K. And basically, what he does is he takes videos of like birds and he puts hands on them, <laughs> he gives them arms and hands. <laughs> what? <laughs> he gives them arms and hands. And like this one, it's like one with like a duck running and then it, it, it like kind of buckles and falls. But he's he's like put hands on it and uh, and it, it, it's holding coffee. So it looks like he's running. He drops, spills coffee on himself. He's like, ah, hot, 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 as he runs away. <laughs> so wow. It is great. <laughs> cool. I think that's everything. Actually, no, before we go, Moses... Um, don't not yeah. write, not write and subscribe. So have like a little writing. Agree as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree as well. Yeah, agree on. Agree as well. Good shout out. Um, so actually, no. Let me let let me let James come and do do the shout. Babe, do you want to come and shout? Agree as well, please. I've got the headphones, but the mic is there. Hi. Everyone, Media. Hey, um, Jam. Had to go through so much disgusting content today. Um, mm. Grits Well is a new one-year poetry development program. What? Oh, let me start again. Then. Oh, that's cool. Grits Well is a new one-year poetry development program for. Black and ethnically diverse poets over the age of 25. Applications are open from now until the middle of February. It's going to be a really exciting program. It's going to be one-to-one mentoring, masterclasses, a writing retreat, as well as artist residencies, opportunities to perform, and so much more. Um, It's absolutely free and there are eight spaces. So if you want to apply or you want to pass it on to somebody you know, um, all the information is on our Instagram at writers and scribes. Um, or you can go to our website, writersandscribes.org forward slash well, G-R-I-O-T-S-W-E-L-L. Thanks, guys. Kilo, kilo. Thanks, James. Oh, and in terms of writers and scribes, it's writers with a Z and scribes with a Z. And the middle is, a, is the letter N and for November. 
Cool. All right, let's round up. Um, shout out to Rich for the intro outro music. Mm. Turner for the ordinary Amaze logo. Twitter at Furnace UK. Instagram TVS Furnace. Find us at soundcloud.com forward slash to Blacksmith Furnace. No apostrophe on all good podcast websites and apps. Blacksmith Furnace with an apostrophe. And that's it. So I guess this is the Blacksmith Furnace signing out. Blau. 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 Blau.